Do the voice. You know what? You see us, we in the session turning up. You got 10 minutes. If you fuck up my niggas vibe, I'm gonna fuck you up. So let's get this going like right now. That should do it. We can't really move too much because the chords are still making noises. I can hear them. Yep. So I'm just like posted up with the the mic here, and don't be rolling around too much over there. I was just getting myself set. Yeah, you get the small mic on this one. Small chord. That's all right. And we've got a producer in the studio now. Carter, can you can you're just on deck to look shit up for us? Yeah, super bad. Research. Uh, look that up for us, Carter. Yeah. What do we want to talk about first? Uh, this will be a fantasy hockey podcast. And first things first, uh, I won the good fantasy hockey league. It seems Sunday's over. The Winnipeg Jets literally, I believe the game just ended, right? Yeah, 6-5. to, four five. to three on that comeback. Ehlers was my only player playing with uh, one shot on goal. Didn't really matter because your four players didn't get a single goal. And only three hits. But Mappineers with the power play point. That's pretty chill. Yeah. 6-5. to five. It was 6-4. to four. Yeah. Damn. Close. Tied in goals. Down, this was a great year. Down by four hits. I was only behind by four points. I'll let you know. I just want yeah. to say. And, oh, folks, tragic news. Losing four to five in the keeper. God. At least Dude, you got one of them. This was my year to lose. Kind of put everything on it. And I'm expecting uh, some fallback. Like, I don't think next year will be as popping. Because my draft will be shite. Have to be super active during a... Uh, or- on free agents, you know. Yeah, let's focus in on the good fantasy hockey league. Uh, I thought I had a really good time playing in this year. Didn't come in first in the regular season. Came in second to the Markland Thrashers. Managed by our boy Tyler. Shout out Tyler. He's getting married soon. Kind of crazy. Big up. Big up, yeah. Yeah. And Cole's crazy team was right on the tails for 13 points going against my 429. Uh, Charlie came forth with a neat 394. So only three teams broke with a 400 point barrier. And Charlie, you aren't one of them. What the hell happened, man? Uh, well, I was dealing with some issues towards the end of the season. Mm. Uh, Terry's production really declined. I was, you know, kind of heavy on him early on. Ekblad went out. I was struggling to find a good defense to consistently fill that role. Well, in a Cinderella story like fashion, managed to make your way to the finals, defeating the first place Mark Anthony Ashers in the semis. And then, yeah, Cole's crazy team is who I took out in the semis. Yep. Almost lost to Connor's uh, eighth seed team, or I guess seventh seed team, the Con Smythe, in the first week. Came down to that Sunday to turn things around, so. And you were losing pretty heavy early on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marshawn and Bergeron, I would not try to. What's it called in fantasy hockey where you uh, match up? There's like two when you try and match up multiple players from the same team or the same line. I I couldn't tell you. So like I dra- I specifically drafted 
Marshawn Bergeron because not only are they good players, but when they're going to be good, they're going to be hot together. Right? Yeah. And that's kind of like the idea when you got these guys. Like if you got had like Rantanen and Landeskog together or like I got Latang and Rust and the keeper, Hinton Robertson. Yeah. All right. If uh, one of them gets a point, there's a good chance the other one's getting a secondary point. Yeah, or something. and if if the other guy's going cold, it's likely that guy is too. And the thing is, like, for that reason, you kind of because they're like main players, you're like, oh well, if Marshawn's going cold, it's likely you're going to lose your matchup anyways. But the thing is, that's not always true if you've built a deep team. Yeah, and if if one of these guys when you match up these players together if one guy's going hot it is true the other guy's usually benefiting from that and vice versa but uh on the flip side when they're both cold it's really really noticeable and Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron until this last week were pretty much useless yeah honestly near unrosterable but good thing i held on to them and held faith it'd be pretty pretty nuts to drop either of those two guys i think yeah of course like yeah, I know that they were they were struggling for a good month or so, uh, but yeah, honestly, they they kind of flipped around the week or this championship final in the second half of it with that second week. Carter, can you look up for us how many points Brad Marchand had last year? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, dude, had, Carter had a sick team. Did Carter have a sick team when he drafted him? What do you mean you did not? Car came in last. Oh, we got an in. We've got a special interview with you today, folks, from the last place manager. Yeah, take notes <laughs> when you uh, when you don't pay attention when you aren't yeah. uh, when you aren't quick when you aren't picking up your picks. You tend to fall behind pretty quickly, and when once that gaping uh, gap gets bigger and bigger, you know there's not a shot to move. So. I hit 20th pretty quickly, and I was stuck there. You got to do your pickups, kids. Listen to the stream strategy. Otherwise, you got no shot. Yeah. Carter is now an un- unemployed living on the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> got fired from his job um, as GM. Performing. A couple wins. Oral favors behind public restrooms mm-hmm. to feed his fantasy hockey addiction. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually, you know, it's, so, it's so tragic. He's actually moved on to fantasy baseball. you know what's a bit more crazy than only three teams cracking 400 points is that there were six teams that didn't even hit 300 wow yeah the bottom three teams in each division were all under 300 points the closest one is three putt managed by uh, jack piva with 297 Mm -hmm. that's also the biggest the most that's also the most populated group because the other group only has five and those are the, the teams with in the three to 400 range yeah, and everybody there made it to the playoffs. Oh, eh. Interesting. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but uh, French people saying we. If you say we en français, uh, everyone knows that you are a native Anglais and you are an Anglophone. Oui. Because, yeah, <laughs> the Quebecois French people, say, they go, oh, I think it's actually they're just trying to see who sounds most like a duck. Yeah. And the more you actually sound like a duck the more that you're agreeing with the statement so carter you came in last place you're you're busy doing other things uh what do you think you're gonna come back to the to the good fantasy hockey league next year yeah i'm gonna give it a shot never know league's new every year so you got new things to think about 
Yeah, I guess this is a perfect time for us to announce that we're going to be doing a multiple mm-hmm. league system with different structures for different levels of competitiveness and, you know, subsequently rewarding different levels of participation. Mm-hmm. That's so right. we're going to have an A, B, C, potentially a C2, or I guess just a D division. But it seems like C will have the same. It all depends on who, how many people sign up. But we're going to make a Google Docs with some questions for people to fill out so we can get a sense of what kind of player they are and then invite them to a league. And yeah, I think we're going to have to provide some of our current managers with some invites too. Yep. Um, like Carter, I'll know you, I know that you'll be going into, I think you express interest in going into one of the lower participation mm-hmm. leagues like C maybe. And you know, you maybe if you have some friends that are more just focused on just doing the draft and chilling for the year, you know, yeah. send out a couple of invites. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Cole and uh, Cole and Tyler got to get invited to the the B or A leagues at least. Oh yeah, of course. And I think Mark and Jack and Connor and um, Jordan from the St. Pat's. Yeah. I think they can all get the invite, and I think we also offer Tyler an invite to the A division. Yeah. As well as cool and offer to the A division. I agree. But they might have to make the judgment if it's like a crappier guy, so only invite the B division guy or invite them to the B or C division. Kind of invite at or we're offering everyone unlimited invites to the C division. I think we should post a uh, a thread on Reddit. Yeah. Because ideally the C division is uh, free entry, right? Exactly. And then it's just uh, the it's cover good. wins. We'll get something from Puck Legends or something. Yeah, and like minimized rosters, you don't have to do too much free free agency picking up and streaming and stuff. Speaking of which, these new Puck Legends shirts came in mm. because we had to. Um, so sh- the Puck Legends is powered by Shopify, guys. Shout out Shop. Actually, no free ads. Shopify can suck my little little uh, mousy poo because. Um, well, actually, it's kind of chill. They gave me a fr- they gave me a refund for the month, so the site can stay up for a month, and I don't have to pay, because they took down our our usual supplier, which makes the sick t shirts. Yeah, the Japanese streetwear style, but the supplier is based in China, and fucking who knows what province, but certainly not Shanghai, because I don't think they're dealing with these lockdowns. Because this fucking package got to me in like two hours. Pretty impressive shipping. Is that the yeah, pretty impressive sh- shipping. I think that's the the fridge, but I can't. I oh, can't be sure. Really, really. Yeah, I think it might be the dryer. If you want to just go close that door, but it's also not the biggest deal. I don't think. Uh, yeah, the shipping came over in like I don't know ten days. This isn't even an ad. I'm just trying to talk about my experience. <laughs> uh, yo, what up, Chelsea? Seen some. Uh, but yeah, I really like the quality of our current suppliers. So yeah, I had to. Uh, had to re-up on the shirts because, yeah, anyways, they're based in China, and it's likely China's, China's going to invade Taiwan. So Shopify is like, yo, we don't want to deal with all that. They took out all of their fulfillment services from China. Mm-hmm. And I had to find a bunch of resuppliers. So now, no matter where you are in the world, wherever, the shirt, wherever you can order shirts to, uh, it's likely that the shirt was actually printed and fulfilled in your country. So there's been there's been a German on my ass in the DMs recently asking, where's my package? Is my pa-? and I I told him a million times, your package is fulfilled. All right, it's 
OTW, pal. Um, just be patient. Yeah, yeah. It'll be there. Yeah, like it's like if it if look, it's not. Look, I liked the Chinese fulfillers. Okay, when you order from them, you get it in ten days, no matter where you're in the world. And now I switched to German fulfillers, and you're complaining. Oh, where is it? Oh, well, you know what? Maybe the Germans aren't so efficient and whatever, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, these new shirts, this Guy Lafleur one, that guy is fucking fire, and so is the Mark Messier. I'm really, I'm really gassed with it. The Gordy Howe one's nice on that like peach. It's almost, it's not like the kind of tan, like this sweater that I'm wearing right now. It's, I thought it was going to come out as this sort of tan. Yeah. Like desert sand tan, but it's not really that. It's a bit more like peachy. It's a bit more of like a bit of a sunburn kind of tan. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, go check out pucklegends.ca and use their code on the website because Daddy Days is coming up and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually saw some nice participation from uh, Jackie Poo this year. By the end of the year, because he started to realize what streaming actually was. Yeah. He was kind of confused about it. So I think over the summer, we're going to have to create some guides on... Create some guides for the managers that participate in the Good Fantasy Hockey League's different divisions. Just so... Yeah, we kind of did that last year. And like that's what the podcast is. So it's kind of on people if they just don't look at the resources. Because nothing pissed me off more than sending out invites to someone via email. And in a well-worded email, I, like, clearly outlay the structure of the league, the expectations. Yeah. And then we get into it. And And they're like, wait, what? I didn't know it was going to be like this. Yeah, people are all confused. doesn't make sense. Um, Cats leagues are better than points leagues. I'm just going to say that. In my opinion. Yeah, sure. No doubt. Um, well, I, uh, yeah. You, you're the only one that's played a points league. I've just never really been interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite way to do it. All right. Well, we got anything to talk about for... I mean, how do you feel about coming to the finals and losing? Um, Honestly, I didn't think I was going to make it past the Mark Land Thrashers. As team was absolutely stacked, I just had an unbelievable week from guys like Thomas and Justin Falk, who literally carried me through that round. So I was pretty excited to be in the finals and you know have a chance at first. Came right down to the wire. I was uh, it's actually a very disappointing finish for me because I was winning the league pretty handed or winning the matchup pretty handedly early on, and then <laughs> then uh, Marshawn Bergeron decided to pick it up. And UC Soros and Thatcher Demko decided they didn't want to play goaltending anymore. So mm. really took a hit. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be too salty about it. You got a good team. I'm just, I'm happy to get second at least. It's not a bad consolation. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I would have been totally sad to have lost in the good fantasy. I'm more sad about losing in the keeper. Yeah. I was more confident in my team in the keeper. And I thought, I'm going to slap these nerds. And Kucherov ended up getting 18 points. And my it's highest guy nuts. was like 9 points. And I'm not sure who it was. But I, like no one really had that pop-off week that I was looking for. So I only got 18 points. So I ended up just losing. Couldn't even snipe some categories. Got that uh, Spencer Knight shutout. Yeah. Sniped that. Second shutout that I sniped for for the playoffs. So remember when I got that Georgiev one on you in the keepers in the semis? That was pretty chill. Or on Connor in the semis. 
No, no, no. The semis of oh, the and keeper. Oh, sorry, and the keeper. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. That was... That was rude. G-g-gani. That was rude. Uh, oh, and then the, the Lankanen snipe in the Good Fantasy Hockey League. Yeah. Just ended up running him too. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what categories would you add next year? Face-off percentage. Do you think? Do you, no, I think it's like face-offs one or face-offs. That's like the thing. Do you think face-off? Mm-hmm. Face-offs one kind of makes sense. It gives a lot more focus on the centers. Yeah. How do you feel about, and I'm not suggesting this, I'm just asking this as a question. What do you feel about adding position restrictions? I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but I was kind of liking the idea of like having three lines and being like, our first, second, third line, you know? Right, right. But then also the, like, yeah. And then three defensive pairs, or would you just stick with the two? Well, if you were going to do th- two, probably for three forward lines. But if you wanted mm. to do four or three defensive pairs, that'd have to be four forward lines. Yeah, at that point, you want to make it like, um... God, I can't, I can't think of the name of this game mode. But it's kind of like a keeper league, but a bit more intense. You have the larger rosters. Oh, Dynasty? Dynasty, exactly. Yeah. But if that's including gonna, yeah. minor league players. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's a little out of my league for fantasy, I think. Yeah, for sure. I it's think. not that show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to pay attention to the HL that yeah, much. Yeah, and I think those leagues also include like cap space. What? Yeah, and I think even in like the like keeping Carlson league, they do cap space. But do you, do you know how their draft works? No. They use like a draft dollar system. So like, it's not pick based like no one has the first overall pick just yep. everyone ha- like starts off the draft with a hundred dollars worth of draft dollars and then you bid on, on certain players players yeah and you're like rank that's them nuts. and like mcdavid will come first and everyone will like bet on mcdavid that's crazy yeah doesn't seem that chill no i'm not really down i'd rather just have a nice snake draft Yep. pick my way through it like that yeah we're gonna keep it that way i might um throw up a fantasy but yeah I'm, i was thinking for the c divisions maybe just doing like a two line forwards yeah but dude Three essentially defense, what we boys. have in the what we have right now is essentially I, like i counted up the number of rosters and we do have about i think it's three forward lines two defense lines and three the goalies and if we add in face-off percentage then people are just kind of kind of have to be forced to pick up centers you know and yeah. the hits and blocks and plus minus is already nice for those peripheral stuffs uh, i looked at whatever their potential peripherals that were and there weren't takeaways it seems like face-offs was the only real thing but like we could also split up the special teams points into goals and assists yeah so power play goals power play assists yeah which is kind of interesting it is kind of interesting puts a lot of value on somebody like uh matthews or ovechkin yeah but then we and then we could also add on more stats to the goalies because once you add in all those mm-hmm. you're turning you're doubling the special teams from two to four 
you know, rather than just being power play points, shorthanded points. Now there's four categories. Yeah. So we could add in some of those extra categories to goalies. Could also do penalty minutes. Yeah, I'm not sure. These are the kind of things that I want to create a Google Forms on for people to vote on because penalty minutes, I think you do have the option to control if it's a plus or minus thing. Like, yeah. Well, you just just like if you do it as a category. Yeah, no, I I know, but I'm saying like, oh, if you want more or less penalty right, minutes right. because there are like leagues called there's leagues like called banger leagues, you yeah. know. Yeah, I know what bangers are. All right. Sorry, man. You should you should fucking know better. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we we should just ask people what uh what they want. I think the categories that we have right now are good at a minimum. If anything, it's like yeah. I want to add saves for goalies. Yeah. I agree. Because like there are there are strategies where you can try and well, right now it's almost viable to try and snipe goalies that are gonna get less shots against. Like, goalies that'll like end up getting, Trump. like, 15 to 20 shots against and, like, one goal against and a lot of shots. Out. Yeah, Markstrom. I'm thinking of Carolina goalies from last year. You yeah. know, Vegas goalies from last year. Yeah. And, uh, like, it doesn't really offer you the other side of it where you can pick, like, a fucking James Reimer who might be getting an 8-9-4 save percentage, but he's getting 40 shots against the yeah, night or whatever. exactly. So, I think... What I want is just to open up as many different opportunities to make different people valuable as possible. Yeah. Diversify the rosters. Yeah. And then or who, who can depth. be on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. So right now in the Good Fantasy Hockey League, we do have two defensive lines, but then it's two forward lines and two utility spots. That's it? That's it. We're going we're gonna to open things up, maybe make the... Yeah, we're going to make it bigger, boys. Just add some more forwards and take out the utility. I think that may, I think that works. And then maybe do a position lock, three centers, three wingers on each side, four defense. I would keep the utility in because the utility is like four streamers. Right. And like, you won't always have those lines playing. So that's why I like the utility to kind of, you know, you can pick up a forward or a defense. Mm-hmm. For those days that are not. And... Wait, no, no. It's two forward lines, two defense, and then two, two utility that can play. Yeah. But yeah. I'm talking about, like, how many... You have, there's a lot more slots on the bench, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm just, talking about. I'm just about. talking about what, what, what can play. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I, I mean, um... Yeah, I meant for like the total amount of the for the oh, whole roster. I think there's four, maybe even more than four bench, uh, bench spots. All right, whatever. I'm not trying to do fucking math right now. Single digit math? You crazy? Uh, shoutouts to all the geniuses out there that are all keeping the economy afloat and inflation at bay. Yeah. Um. Uh, yes. Salute. Craig, you got anything? We're gonna fuck. We're gonna wrap up this episode. Yeah, I ain't got much to say. I got yeah, one got thing it. to say. Yeah. What's that? You better work, bitch. Work. Come on, girl. All I know is I've been loving my new tea lately. All I gotta say is Adam Lowry. Shard. One tea? 
Oh, your new T-shirt. Huh? Yeah. Damn, I thought this guy was sipping on some sipping on. Been yeah. walking around clubs, all the girls want to touch the rocket. Yeah, honestly, no hands off. This is vintage. Yo, our brother goes to Laurier University, and he got some pool this uh, this year. And he said he got a lot of compliments on the Phil Castle shirt, which is no longer available because the NHLPA sent us a cease and desist and said you can't sell anything with current with active NHL players on it mm-hmm. because they pay NHLPA dues, which means they're protected under. Which means. Which means at some point, someone's boss will tell a lawyer to email me and say, stop doing this. But and, yeah. a bunch of retired players, Ain't no problem. they will not have the same resources. It is not a problem. So you can check out what's available there. Dude, like Lemieux hasn't told me to stop. None of them have, right? <laughs> no, no. But, uh, yo, it's actually funny because I think McDavid and Matthews because mm. the NHLPA sent me a cease and desist, but so did McDavid and Matthews lawyers specifically. And I'm pretty sure... Doesn't that guy also represent, like, Gordie Howe? Maybe. Or, like, like yeah, like some big names, you know? Yeah, and I, I do know what you mean. Or the Howe estate, and Howe's, like, dead. Yeah. So, uh... But he did not mention Gordie Howe, which... And Gordie Howe is available on Puck Legends. I see right now. Dude, I'm gonna... It's so good, guys. Mm-hmm. The designs look nice. I like them. All right, yo, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. This was a great season. It was a great season. I had a lot of fun. I'm excited to do I'm it again. Super excited to re like make the stream strategy even better for next year. Oh yeah, start a start another keeper for the good fantasy hockey league. Ooh. A keeper for the oh, start another year in the keeper, or you want to do a good fantasy hockey league keeper? I want to do good. Uh, I want to do a good fantasy hockey league keeper. That would be lovely. How many keeper slots? Uh, five or six seems reasonable, I think. Damn, make it deep. Mm-hmm. It'd be, it's hard to do the divisions like that, but I guess, yeah, it's kind of like the invitational model. Exactly. All right. We got to do the research and pick out the guys who are going to be prepared for it, you know? Okay, folks. Thank you so much. Hope you had a good fantasy season. Peace. Take care.